0: Gary flew over to the South Cliff, to the rows of sheltered nests. A big, creamy-headed gannet squinted out at him as he approached the nest that he wished to visit.
1: Uh, young Gary,
0: said Gertrude's father.
1: I didn't recognise you there for a moment. You're looking very fit, young sir. Your training is obviously paying off. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, but, but, but can I speak to Gertrude, please? Gertrude! You have a visitor?
0: shouted her father into the nest, just before he hopped out.
1: Would like to stay and chat, but some of us have to work,
0: he said, before he pointed his bill to the sky.
1: See you later, young Gary.
0: He then took flight and headed off towards the lighthouse. Gertrude appeared shortly after.
1: Hey Gary, what's up?
0: She said as she too hopped out of her nest. Gary told her that he was to join the starlings in their migration to the south of Spain and that he was leaving in the morning.
1: You're what? I'm going to the south of Spain for the winter. For warm weather training. Gary, do you even like the heat? sure. I'm sure I'll get used to it.
0: Gertrude gave Gary a big hug.
1: You be careful, you hear, and don't forget to come home. I'll be back, don't you worry about that,
0: said Gary before he returned the big hug and followed it up with a big kiss.
1: Anyway, I'd better get back to my nest. I still have to pack. Oh, say goodbye to Gerhardt for me when you see him. I don't think he's back from his holidays yet. Uh, And keep up the training with my dad. Remember, we dive to survive. I will, Gary. Have a safe journey,
0: said Gertrude tearfully as she watched Gary take flight and head back to his own nest. Gary was up at the crack of dawn the next day as were his parents. His mum prepared a special breakfast for him, her very latest culinary creation. His da handed him a brand new copybook.
1: This is the log you are to record your travels in, he said. I want to read it when you get back home, and it had better be full of fascinating and exciting tales. Don't worry, da, it will be, I promise you that said Gary. So have you packed everything you need? I have, Da, I have. OK, here, you, you'll need these also, continued his dad as he handed three pencils to Gary. They should see you sorted for all your writing.
0: Gary neatly placed the copybook and pencils in the waterproof bag that he carried under his left wing. The three of them then sat down to eat their breakfast together. Nothing was said as they chomped their way through the delicious sprat a of avec loads of crispy marigold petals toot marinated in mucus. Just as they finished eating, Gary's mum began to sob. Gary rushed over and hugged her tightly, and he started to sob too.
1: "'I'll be back before you know it, Mum.' And think of all the stories I'll have to tell.
0: His mum looked at her son and smiled through her
1: tears. (laughs) Yes, I'm looking forward to all those tall tales already.
0: Gary's dad battled hard to keep back his own tears as he hugged his son.
1: You'd better get going, son. You know, I don't think the starlings will wait for you.
0: Gary met up with Seb and the 11 delinquents at the Starling's roost. The 13 of them then took their place in the murmuration. The excitement among all the members of the murmuration was palpable. The winds were blowing in the right direction and the general forecast was good. A chant began to emanate from the younger cadets. La, 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 la.
1: hey, 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 hey. We're, we're on our, our way. way. All together now. La 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 la, la la la. we're on our, our way. way. La, la 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 la. What's that chant?
0: said Gary, as he placed his goggles over his eyes and adjusted the strap so that they fitted comfortably around his head.
1: It's the chorus of a song that the humans you sing. We're back in the day,
0: said Sergeant Starling.
1: It's a catchy tune, isn't it? It is indeed, Sarge,
0: said Gary. Hello, he began to hum hey, along hey, as the chant hey, took hey, hold among all the Starlings.
1: Hey, hey, we're on our way. Then,
0: at around midday, an order was passed down the line. As usual, Colonel Starling put his own stamp on matters.
1: I say, cadets, start your engines.
0: He shouted. Sergeant Starling smirked and started to gently flap his wings. Any second, old
1: oh, lads and lassies, any second.
0: Suddenly, a swooshing sound filled the air as a thousand pairs of wings flapped furiously, and the starlings took flight from the roost in a rolling, rustling takeoff. Once the starlings reached the required altitude, they circled the Cliffs colony and the surrounding countryside twice. This gave them the opportunity to wave goodbye to their neighbours and friends.
1: Bye Mum! Bye Dad! Bye Gertrude!
0: shouted Gary. But his grating calls got lost amongst the screeches and the cries of the starlings. At the end of the second pass, the murmuration swooped down to just a few metres above the water and headed off in a southerly direction. Soon the starlings were out over the open sea and the coastline of the forecliffs had disappeared out of view. Many hours later, the starlings were still flying just above the ocean waves as a northerly wind propelled them southwards. The cloud wisps that they encountered soon after they set out from the forecliffs gradually disappeared, and visibility became better the further into the journey they went. Gary held his position in the middle of the low-flying murmuration when he heard a familiar voice on his port side. It was Colonel Starling. The colonel had to shout to make himself heard over the whooshing of the thousand pairs of flapping wings and the swirling wind.
1: I say, how are you getting on there, young Gary? Uh, Getting a little bit tired, but doing all right, sir. Good stuff, old chap. Keep it up. The winds are favorable, don't you know? And we should hit landfall in about 12 hours. Will we have arrived at our destination then? Said Gary. Oh, no, no, no. We'll just be halfway there by then. Oh, that's good to know.
0: Gary tried his best to disguise his dejection. Holy moly! Twelve more hours of flapping his wings, and he'll only be halfway there at that stage.
1: Later, Gator! I must see how the others are getting on. Later, Gator! What the hell does that mean?
0: Thought Gary as he watched Colonel Starling ease himself away and go and find another of his cadets in the vast rolling flock of starlings. Yo, Gary! shouted Seb shortly after.
1: You doing okay, bye?
0: Gary glanced towards his starboard and spotted Seb flapping his wings gracefully.
1: Bit tired, Seb, if the truth be told, said Gary. I sure hang in there, boy. The Sarge told me that we'll get a chance to rest up once we hit landfall. Oh, that's great news, Seb.